The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. J.J. has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives, there's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard. BMW, the ultimate driving machine. You're listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast, a Texas Tech athletics podcast where food and sports clash at the goal line. Here are your hosts, Spencer and Michael. All right, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the 23 Personnel Podcast. This is your Texas Tech versus Texas Instant Reaction. Texas Tech winning on the road, 78-67. Joined, as always, by Michael. Michael, what's up, man? Hey, it's fitting. I mean, you know, I've still got our interns looking into this, so they work around the clock for us, but... It's fitting that the last time Texas Tech beat a ranked opponent on the road, it was in Austin, and Texas was ranked 20th in the country. Wow. So February 19th, 2022, it's been almost two years since Tech has beaten a ranked opponent on the road, and they opened Big 12 play doing just that this evening, which I think is safe to say surprised us both. Yeah. Um, we had, I think both expected a a Texas victory tonight. Um, but the game was played real close in the first half. Uh, Texas tech took the lead. Uh, I can't remember when, but it was 17, 16, I think was the, was the lead, um, in the first half. And then they were able to keep it, uh, about two, two possessions. I think it was three, four points. Um, towards the end and then a four point lead at the half stretched it pretty quickly in the, in the beginning of the second half, um, out to six, seven points got up to, I mean, obviously you win by it by 11, but, um, for a good portion of the second half, you had like a seven to nine point lead and you were just kind of keeping the longhorns at arm's reach. Um, I'm not sure what Terry saw in playing Brock Cunningham, until he fouled out minutes yeah but uh but thank you no points thank you for for leaving the starter brock cunningham in there zero points oh for two on three point shots 32 minutes five fouls um and like it was like inevitable for a while like he's he's, he's just gonna foul out oh yeah um mitchell uh interestingly enough like in a span of like 45 seconds to start the second half Picked up two fouls, could have had three, and that would have been disastrous for the Longhorns if it wasn't for Acemus. Uh Acemus is how you pronounce his name, by the way. That B is not actually a B; it's um, it's an S set from German, so it's a double oh, S. Okay, not Abmus, as I called him the entire preview podcast. Acemus. Oh, me too. I was right there with you. Yep. Um, 
Ace Smith kept him in there for, for quite a bit. Tyrese Hunter was, was real hot in the first half uh, and then uh, a couple of stretches there in the, in the second half. Um, they would have had to really lean on them had Mitchell really gotten in, in, into, into issues. But he only ends up with two fouls, does Mitchell. Um, but very precarious start to the second half for, for Mitchell there. Um, you had three guys in double figures for you. Uh, Pop Isaacs with 21 booed anytime he touched the ball. Um, obviously coming the you know, re- reaction response from the news dump yesterday afternoon, as things tend to happen on a Friday when things aren't really a story, but they want to get out there. Um, just unflinched on the road in that environment. Uh, being booed every time he touched the ball. 21 points, 7 of 15 from the field, 3 of 5 from 3, 4 of 4 from the stripe in 29 minutes. Toussaint, uh, the fir- it, it, it was his game in the first half. My goodness, he was put on a clinic. Uh, 15, ends in night, 15 points, 7 of 13 from the field, 1 of 2 from 3. Didn't take a free throw, um, but... Um, does have four fouls. There was, there was a time there towards the end where he was, it was limited in minutes trying to keep him on, on the floor. Um, Warren Washington, 15 points, five of five from the field, five of eight yeah. from the, from the stripe. Um, my goodness, like, uh, blocks. He had three blocks on the night. It's fantastic. Your other starters, Kerwin Walton, strange game. Like he attempted two shots on the night. And, and just the two, and he missed both of them, but played 28 minutes, um, contributed to two rebounds, two fouls and a turnover. And your other starter, Darren Williams, seven point seven, three of seven on, of shooting, um, three rebounds, two assists, turnover and a block and two steals. Um, but man, you know what, what, what I, I came away with super impressed with Michael out of this game was that, your coaching um, was just phenomenal. Like props to, to McCaslin and his staff. Um, timeouts were, t- were, were, were called perfectly. Um, coming out of timeouts was just like yeah. a thing of beauty. Like you actually you, had something worked, worked up. Yeah. If you, if you called a timeout to stop a, a, like a momentum run, you came out and stole it back with your own momentum, your mm-hmm. own uh, response there. Um, you didn't allow Texas to go on any kind of huge runs. Um, let me see. I don't even know how to how to find this on this site, but um, you might could go to scoring and yeah, kind of see, that, but and then run tracker, but yeah, scoring's kind of difficult to do on the fly um is it six six points their, their largest run at least in the I, second i half. think there might have yeah. been an eight oh run so at some point texas started the, the second half, half on, on a six oh run uh, and you were like oh oh no it's not a great start and then um and then when was it it was um Towards the end, is it three forty-five left when Ace Miss hit a three? Um, and that was more like you had a couple of empty possessions 
surrounding that. So it wasn't like they wanted a big run. It's like you had empty possessions and they were clawing their way back into it. It felt like, um, yeah, it was, yeah, they, they had, um, was that two, that's five in the first half. Yeah. Their, their, their longest running scoring streak was, uh, six points there to start the second period. And you know what? When I said eight and eight oh run, I was misremembering that was actually what Tech did in the first in the first ten minutes. They had that ten oh run. I went back and found it, and that was kind of what I was misremembering. But yeah, this this team to I think the biggest stats that stuck out to me were was the shooting percentage. You know, Tech went on the road, shot fifty three percent from the field, forty seven percent from three, seventy one percent from the free throw line, and then the other stat. They had nine turnovers, Spencer, and that's it. They kept it under 10 on the road against a, a defense that was that's ranked 46 in Kimpom. You know, it, it, not a slouch of a defense. Mm-hmm. And and they did all this. They won. They they shot, they probably shot better than they normally will. Sure. Um Texas kicked her tail on the glass. Uh, that would be one negative. You know, if Tech wasn't shooting as well tonight as they were or in, in tune as well as they were on offense and turning the ball over a little bit more, you know, that 38 to 27 rebound d- disparity could really have come back to haunt them. Yeah. But it didn't. Yeah, I mean, you know, the, those are the nights you live for. Those are the nights where things go right, even when a certain area of it's not really going like, like it should. But this was a really fun game to watch. And, and like you said, Toussaint, that the first half was all him. 13 of his 15, I think, were in the first half. And then Isaacs pretty much took over in the second. It's really nice to have that one-two punch in the backcourt. That's not something Tech has seen maybe since Culver was here. Yeah. Or, you know, to have like Culver and Mooney that can kind of just take over. Uh, the last couple of teams, they didn't really have that one-two punch. They would have one guy who could who might be able to do it on a certain night, but not every night. And this is looking to turn into this, you, you know, the text size is going to cost them a little bit like on the rebounds, but you know, Washington just, I, I was really impressed with his play tonight. And you've already mentioned his perfect five for five from the field, a uh, couple of blocks in there. Three. Yeah. And some, you know, some really crucial ones towards the end that, that really helped out. Uh, help tech maintain that lead. So it's, it's pretty exciting to go on the road, ranked opponent, Mm -hmm. a lot of off the court issues that I'm I'm not really going to go into right now, but they're uh, pretty big issues and can be very distracting and to lead for almost 27 minutes of a a basketball game on the road. Can I, uh, tangentially mention something about the off the court issues. I'm going to, I don't, I, I'm just, just, I guess, preparing your, prepare yourself. <laughs> Did okay. you see that, that, uh, Jeff Goodman tweet? No, I've, I've muted him on Twitter. So it was like a, he, he posts like a screenshot of like pregame odds of the game, uh, and said, Texas at home versus a Texas tech team dealing with more off the court issues. Give me, Texas to cover here or something. And it was like very backhanded. Like obviously of he was course. still, 
Um, I was like, one, it's like, you know, you know, your, your, your butt buddy is not even coaching at tech or at Texas anymore. Right. Like he's, he's, he's not, you don't have to cave up for the Longhorns. He's just so anti tech now. Um, but he also knows, he also knows like if he says anything about tech, like he's going to get just bombarded and, and just his mentions are going to go out the door out the window and he, he, he loves engagement. Um, but you know, what was a great look for, for his boy, Chris Beard. When they were getting waxed by 25, Ooh. homeboy was sitting on the sideline with his arms folded and an assistant coach was doing all the coaching. So Goodman, <laughs> like, why don't you take your, your nonsense, your BS over to, to um, Mississippi. I, I can't even, I can't even take the, the city that they're in right now. Oxford. Oxford. Oxford, Mississippi. Oxford sounds good. Where your boy was getting absolutely just demolished so much so that he was pouting on the sideline and not even coaching his team. How about you worry about that? Then his former team being picked to lose by six points on the road against a ranked opponent. And then for them to go on and win by 11. So suck on that. Goodman, his former teams, they were both, yeah, yeah. He, he can't help, but he can't help himself to to farm for the engagement. You know, he he lives for it, and unfortunately, tech fans give it to him. Oh, every the, time, which is why I every was single time. I was like, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna engage online. I've had him muted it. for almost two years now. I think so. I just want to so say that, it. so that I'm not tempted. So that I'm not tempted to to also, uh, you know, run the cotton picker on his engagement farm i'm i'm not i'm not into that yeah so yeah so you finished on the night shooting 53 percent. you shot 57 percent in the second half um 50 percent from three you only took eight uh which i guess you took seven in the first half so it was it was about the same um 15 of your 21 free throw attempts came in the second half um you found out was working. You were, you, you were being aggressive, um, in the lane. Um, I was wrong earlier. I said you had three, uh, writers in double figures. You had, you had four chance. McMillan had 11 points. He was not a star yeah, off the, off, the, off bench. the bench. I mean, you know, uh, uh, and, and you've already mentioned Walton struggled a little bit tonight, but one, he just really didn't shoot much, yeah. but I, I like that you can kind of depend on either of those guys to get going now. And that's, that's also great. And especially if, if you've got a guy coming off the bench, you know, 11 points off the bench from him, 20, 20 points total. We haven't seen that much in the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, I mean, if McMillan Walton, I mean, like you have so many weapons that can potentially go off. Like if, if you can coordinate like them all firing, <laughs> which I don't know how you would, um, cause tonight it was, it was a combination, like mostly Isaacs and Toussaint, right. And McMillan added in his 11. Um, but like you've got five options there that could just fill up the stat sheet points wise any given night. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we've seen it, right. We saw McMillan do it. Uh, it was against Butler. Uh, we saw Walton do it for a couple of games. Um, Isaacs is getting back. Uh, his shot back. Uh, Toussaint 
felt like he was just carrying the team at points. Like he's like willing the the victory tonight. Washington figuring out how to how to operate down low, which I love to see. I, I was really harsh on him to begin the season, but affecting so many shots. Oh man! Um, and to go five for five, like he was not taking any bad shots. Um, just no. a thing of beauty. And he would have um, had some more if a couple of those alley oops would have connected. Yeah, and the, the passes were a little bit wilder. Just there was a little bit more traffic than there probably was for that that play. But man, keep trying, keep keep going for it. I love to see that he is he is an athletic big man who can finish at the rim. And, and speaking of athletic big man, I mean we've talked about Mitchell a little bit, but the man he delivered tonight. You you mentioned him yeah. on the on the podcast this last week. Basically came into this game averaging a double double. He was point seven rebounds away. Well, he got 11 points per game. Yeah. And so tonight he probably is averaging a double, double, you know, 16 points tonight, 11 rebounds, just a a really good player to watch too. Four assists to only two turnovers. Yeah. Two fouls, which (laughs) big man with assists. Yeah. You love it. Um, You love seeing that. If, I mean, if you're a Longhorn fan, you, (laughs) I don't know if you're a basketball fan, you still just appreciate that. That's, that's, that's really cool to see. Yeah. Uh, if you're a basketball fan, you're probably wondering like what the heck happened. Like where was your production from Shedrick? Um, why Cunningham played so much? Why DeSue couldn't hit a shot to save his life? Um, what the heck is going on with Weaver's hairline? I mean, I don't know the questions they have for them, themselves. Well, it's because, you know, text defense was just, it was just too much, Spencer. That's all it was. They were so in his face to push his hair back. Um, yep. But... One, uh, Texas Tech, uh, probably last ever game in Austin, in the Moody Center. You, you shut it down. You win by 11. Um, statement win for the Red Raiders to open Big 12 play for uh, for Grant McCaslin in his first conference game. Um, not that it was expected or, or anticipated, but you're not going 0-8 to start conference play this season. Um, you've got... Oklahoma State coming into town Tuesday night. We'll, we'll be recording uh, as that game is wrapping up. Uh, they were in a fight today um, with Baylor. I believe Baylor, yeah, Baylor barely squeaked out a win uh, in Stillwater, right? Yeah, um, and it was a three-point game. They Baylor stole the ball and then had a layup with like a second to go. I was like, you didn't need that. You probably shouldn't have done that, but... Um, so yeah, you got them and then Kansas state, uh, took it to UCF pretty, pretty good tonight. I think they won by 25, uh, Kansas state will be next Saturday, but you get Oklahoma state, Kansas state, both in Lubbock this upcoming week. Um, but yeah, super excited for tonight. Awesome atmosphere or sorry, awesome game. Awesome experience for, for these guys to get that, that win, uh, on the road. Um, kicking off big 12 play with a double digit win on the road over a ranked opponent. Michael Mitt brought it up. First time you've won on the road since 2022, almost two years. Sorry. One on the road versus a ranked opponent. Um, so we talked about how, how you can get above 500 in big 12 play. That's when you went on the road. Um, yeah. And just, just a quick scoring update for everybody out there, just cause I, I was able to pull it up. So I think you've already mentioned, uh, a couple of these, but yeah, Houston absolutely taking it to West Virginia at home, eighty nine fifty five. Kansas 
squeaking one out with depending on who you follow on Twitter was helped by the zebras a little bit. They they've beat TCU at home by two, 83 to 81. Yeah. They got a late flagrant call and some free throws gifted to them. The, the, the Jayhawks. And apparently maybe a travel, no call that was mm-hmm. missed or ignored. Uh, we already mentioned Baylor and Oklahoma state, which I didn't realize had gone to overtime. So that was an overtime score. Baylor wins 75, 70 in Stillwater. Oklahoma wins 71, 63 at home hosting Iowa state. 11th ranked Oklahoma. Yes. Not, not your granddaddy's Oklahoma Sooners. Who does it? Porter Moser. Is that the guy's name? Yeah. I really like him. I'm, I'm not surprised that they have, done this well this quickly. I think this is his second season or maybe third. I don't know. I'm not up on my Sooners basketball, but good for them. Whatever. Uh, UCF loses by 25, as you mentioned, to Kansas State in Manhattan, 77-52. And right now, because Texas Tech, I mean, Big 12 basketball is coast to coast. Just about BYU. Yeah. BYU hosting Cincinnati tipped off at nine o'clock central. Well, they're, um, they're I don't have a score update for that, but yeah, they, I, it's a 26, 19 BYU up by seven. Okay. And BYU's what are they? They're ranked, aren't they? 12th. So you've got second 12th. ranked Kansas, third ranked Houston, 11th Oklahoma, 12th BYU, 20th Texas, 18th Baylor. So a pretty big day in Big 12 basketball, you know, three or four really close games, a couple of blowouts, but West Virginia and UCF, unfortunately, are going to be some of the tougher teams. But to see Oklahoma State battle the way they did. Yeah. Yeah. To see Oklahoma State battle the way they did, you kind of have to tip your cap to them a little bit, knowing that they're going to be really upset that, that they we're that close to having a huge upset and then they, then they're coming to love it. Yeah. They're going to need it because they're not, they're not super hot this season either. All right. Short and sweet. That'll do it for us on the 23 personal podcast tonight. Texas tech winning on the road in Austin, probably for the last time in the Moody center. 78 67 are your red Raiders victorious. We'll be back Tuesday night for our next episode and instant reaction. We'll be over. uh, We're talking over the Oklahoma State game. For Michael, I'm Spencer. Catch you guys next time. Thank you for listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast. Help us out by subscribing, rating the show, and leaving a review. Follow us on Twitter at 23 Personnel, Spencer at Punt Suck, and Michael at Michael underscore LBK. Be sure to catch the next episode. And until then, guns up and let the tortillas fly.